Hi there, and welcome back to the What's Not Seen podcast. Today I'm doing things a little bit differently. I have a special guest with me, um, and I'm going to be doing a question and answer with my special guest. Are you ready to introduce yourself? I'm ready. I'm Kyle. I'm George's husband. Uh, It's good to be here today. All right. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to set everything up and do this question and answer with me. The first question. How long have we been together? Um, since 2018. So mm-hmm. about about five years. Yep. What was our first date? Um, first date, um, we went to church and we had McDonald's. Yeah, we... Yep. What is your favorite thing about me? Um, you're a good mother to my kids. Um, and we like to play and have fun all the time. Mm-hmm. And we laugh and have a nice time. Speaking of laughing and having a nice time, what is something or some things that we that you like for us to do together? Um, we like to play uh, video games. Um, we like to watch a lot of movies. What video games do I be playing with you? Well, not really video games. We got a pool <laughs> table over here. I mean, that's like a video game. Really. When have I played pool with you on that pool table? Well, me and the kids do. You be flexing. <laughs> you be going to your room, locking yourself in your room. But me and the kids play pool. We've had a lot. Of, that's what. Hey, you didn't say what you enjoy doing with us. You said what do <laughs> I enjoy doing with y'all. And... Well, the kids come down here with me, and we play pool the pool time. But it has to be reality stuff that we really do together. No, we don't. Say, what do you like to do with us? You said, what do you like to do with the family? And I'm telling you right now, we're going to play okay. pool. I, I tell you to come down Well, I meant you and there. me. Anyway. You how- said, what do you and I like to do for fun? You said, what do you like to do with your family? So, I told you. There you go. We like to play video games on the pool table. Okay, Um, now we're going to dive into some more serious questions um, to get to the essence of what this podcast is really about and hopefully to help some other fellas out there. How do we incorporate God in our marriage? Um, Well, we try to live by his standards and not our own. Um, Like we... uh, Everything we do, we, we try to make sure that it's biblical-wise, like, make sure we can and can't be doing that. We ask for guidance. We pray about it. Um, so, I mean, we pray with them, and instead of watching, like, regular TV, like, we we uh, change, like, Netflix. Instead of watching that, we watch Pure Flix. Um, we're selective, you know, what we watch and what we do. We try mm-hmm. to make sure everything's biblical-based. Okay, and same thing following that. How do we incorporate God in our family? Um, like, is do you have the same answer for that as well, or do you have something else to add to tweak it for our family, or is it the same thing? I don't know because you're mixing up the questions in different orders, so I'm lost on my paper. Um, but forget the paper, I, I can do it without it. I'm off my notes, I'm in the Holy Ghost right now, so uh. What was your question again? 
Oh my god, I can't, I can't deal with it you. It seemed like you asked me the same question I just answered. That's what okay, so then let's move on to the next one. <laughs> what is your favorite Bible verse? Acts two thirty eight. Can you tell uh, us what it is? Yeah. Then Peter said, Peter said to them, "Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus, for the gift of the Holy Ghost." I'm talking in the mic. I know you hear me. Like you, you be so far away from the mic. The mic don't even pick you up. It don't. I've been sitting here talking to myself the whole time. I see the. I see the dots whenever I talk, but I don't see nothing when you talk. It doesn't even glitch. I have a different tone than you. <laughs> I'm done. Did you see? That? Yes, I did. Anyway, Acts two thirty eight. How do you rely on God to lead our family? Wait, hold on. Before we move on to that question, I have a follow-up question that's not in the notes, though. And what's that? Why is that your favorite Bible verse? Everyone disagrees with it, but literally, like, if, like they don't feel like you have to. Like, it turns it turns to the whole altercation. I'm like, you ain't got to be bad. T- well, then why did he tell you you did? Mm. Why Peter tell us that? Peter wasn't there lying in the book. Mm-hmm. Come on now. He said this is what you gotta do. And there's nothing like getting in that water, getting out, feeling refreshed, washing off all your sins, all that old junk that you've been doing, all the everything that you've been gone. Forgiven. Okay. Okay. So it's pretty much like a whole reset button in real life. That's facts. Okay. As close as we're gonna get. How do you rely on God to lead our family? Um to protect us and provide for us, and uh, we rely on His word. So, okay, what is a husband's role? That, uh, uh, to provide, protect, and um, make the final call and the final decisions on on uh, any life situation. Okay, what is a wife's role? Uh, stand with her husband and. Uh, Basically take care of home from her stance. Okay. What does a godly woman look like to you? It looked like you, Ma. Mm. It looked like you. Uh, my grandmother, uh, a woman that's, that's, that's actually like hungry for the Lord, that, that wants to follow the book and get down on the same page with her husband because that's what she should have, a God-fearing husband. So they got to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And they both have to make a decision to want to be on that page because... The Holy Ghost ain't going to just attack you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't mm-hmm. just going to be like, hey, boom, touch, you, you it. Right. No, I didn't attack you it thing. You see what I'm saying? You got to both want to want to chase that thing. And when times get hard, you want to turn to that. But you got to want to do that. So it's all about choices. All right. When you were saying that, um, a Bible verse came to my head. Let me look it up. Because it went exactly with what you said about the Holy Spirit not just taking over, but that you have to invite the Holy Spirit in. It's Revelation 3.20. I have no clue what version. I think it's the KJV version. It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, then I will come into him and will dine with him and he with me. Oh, there it is. 
Mm-hmm. And then another one is Luke eleven nine through 10. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. So that just, I don't know. It was something that popped in my head when you were speaking on that topic. It's the same way. Like when you go in a church, um, like, like I'm, I'm a Pentecostal myself. Um, I was raised in Pentecostal church and, uh, a lot of people come in there like, they're like, they start looking around and see people talking in tongues and praising the Lord. They're like, these guys are weird. And it's like, look, we're chasing the Holy ghost. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course. I mean, yeah. Like you're in a battle. Like you go to church you know what I mean? To get the ammo for the week. But you're in there battling. You know what I'm saying? It's a war, all out war going on in church. And um, like literally, like how you sitting from a pew is not enough. I mean, you got you got to you got to want it. You got to accept it. You got to reach out for it. Like it ain't just going to come in there and tack you to the ground in church and then you feel something. No, you got to chase it. Get up off, mm-hmm. get up off your butt and chase it. Mm-hmm. You got to get up. You got to do something. You got to praise it's like, I mean, that's the, that's the way it is. You got to chase it. You got to want it. It's about a choice. Very good. And speaking about chasing and wanting things, we're going to move on to the next question about relationships. So it says, how do you use your relationship with God to encourage your spouse? Um, I pray for you. Um, I remind you of the word. Um, and I use the tools that he gives me. I got to pray for strength, uh, for patience. <laughs> Uh, some wisdom. I gotta pray for all that. I gotta pray that. I gotta pray for you. I gotta pray for you every every time. Cause sometimes you you bullhead. And, uh, I need it. Okay. And then you don't have to say no more. I'm just no. I can go. I can preach on it. I can, but I won't. I, I won't, but I could. Thank you. Get you with that Matthew Tuttle. Okay. Is it important to? Am I keeping that one in? Yeah, you, okay. you can do all your questions. I got something for all of it. Okay. Is it important to show sons love? And a follow-up to that is how do you show your sons love? Try to hit me with a double whammy, huh? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's of course it's important. Um, well, you got to guide them, uh, protect them, and uh, discipline them. And uh, you got to stand them heels. A good father is not just going to let you... Let you do, you know, let you just do what you want to do. Like, it, nothing's going to be forgiven, you know. I mean, like, everything's going to be forgiven, but, like, nothing's going to go unpunished. So, yeah, you got to punish them and then forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ask specifically not children but sons because, I don't know, I just feel like that could be, like, it's an area that needs to be addressed because nowadays not a lot of, fan, like, Single mothers, especially for black women, I'm a black woman speaking from that perspective. There are a lot of single parent households. So there's a lot of men that have kids, in particular sons, that they're not there. And they're, I don't know, like I just wanted to speak on a man the importance of a man showing their son's love and growing, God, you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like the importance of it is for a male father figure in a son's life in particular, because I yeah, can't teach I my want, son to be a man. To be a man, exactly. Just like a woman. I mean, like a like a girl. Like I I can't teach her how to be a woman like woman. 
like mm-hmm. like and that's and that's more important for even a single person to be in church mm. like you need to be in yeah. church even before you're that even community married. the you community need to, be in there. to like have you that need those people yeah. those, those people of god those those saying you need them you need that prayer you need them to help you with things that you don't know mm. so if you're if you're a single person um instead of just praying for a significant other or, or praying, you know, for something like that, you need to be in the church because you're going to find all that without even having, having to even get married yeah. or do something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like if it, if that's why you're wanting a significant other, then just go to church and you need to be met. I feel like, yeah, that was really good. Um, speaking of children, we have two 10 year olds, a 10 year old son, a 10 year old daughter. We have a four year old son and a one year old son. So this can vary throughout the ages and stages. But what does biblical discipline look like in our family? I just answered that question. Uh, you just communicate with them, you talk to them, um, you. You yeah. basically take things from them until they can get their act. <laughs> yeah, facts. just like how it's pretty much in a smaller scale, exactly like what God does to us. Like our whole life, and like there's situations that we'll encounter where it's kind of like a test. And it's like if we don't pass the test, either something bad will happen or like we'll have to keep doing the same thing over until we're basically we get it. And we know through his discipline of either like, ow, that kind of hurt. Like maybe I shouldn't respond that way or do that. And then the same situation is going to come again. And it's like it's providing us the opportunity to make the choice to do something good. Like that's his way of disciplining us as his children. And I feel like we do the same thing to our kids. Like we give them opportunities to do better. You got to have you got to be patient. You got to sometimes just talk to him, not be quick to just. Whoop that butt. Now, I do believe in whooping that butt. Um, but I don't, like I said, it's not, it shouldn't be like an all yes. the time thing. And you just, you know, refer to go straight to mm-hmm. that. Like, I don't want God to come down here when I'm doing something wrong and unleash his wrath. Sometimes yeah. that's what people need. But literally, that's not the. That's it's not like the a way. last resort because that, like, taking it biblically, that is his last resort for us. Like, he's like, not quick to do that to us. So, like God we, made everybody in, in his image. Like, we need to, like, if we need to be an example to our kids as he is to us. Yeah, I didn't think about it and, that uh, way. Like, literally, he has patience. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got all the patience oh, yeah. for us. All right. So speaking on a lighter topic, what are our fam our favorite family activities? Um well you don't like to shoot pools, so I leave that one out. But um yeah, we like to uh watch movies, um we like to pray. Um I like going uh I like to go to like family events, I do, but like bring my family with me. It's Yeah, it he's just, very social. It just it just hits different whenever you show up to a family event to some family's house that you normally don't see on a day to day basis. You wanna bring your whole family with you. You come to a family event, you bring your family. Like I don't wanna show up solo or just me and my oldest son. Like I wanna bring my whole family. The whole family. Cause uh for a long time, that's how it went. It was just me and my son, and we show up, and I bring my brother. Like, like that was just that. <laughs> but now I have an entire family. I got a wife. I got a couple more kids. I got a, a bonus daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's nice to show up, and you got the whole clique with you. 
Yeah. Speaking about our kids and bonuses, what is your favorite thing about being a father? Um, having somebody that's waiting on you and uh, relying on you to do the right thing, you know, it kind of keeps me in check. Um, gives me structure. You know what I mean? It's, it uh, it's it's a good thing. Um, and it's like I know that I'm responsible. You know, like. I'm responsible for them, and God gave me that power. Like He said, let's let man rule over 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 the earth. You know, like let's make man in our own image, like me. Like He's a ruler. You know what I'm saying? It's like now I got kids. Now I get to rule. It's like what kind of father can I be? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm supposed to be trying to be like Him. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that makes me feel good. I like power. Oh well, that you know kind of like makes... makes me feel good. That makes me feel the opposite way. I'm like, man, like that's such a big responsibility. For me, it's like you got to look at it. It's like how did your parents rule over you? It's like now you got your turn. And the things that you don't feel was right, you know, whenever if you had anything bad happen to you, you get to show better than that. You know what I'm saying? You get to, yeah. like, you got to forgive them, but you now you get your chance in the hot seat. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I want to do a good job. You know, you do good. What is your favorite thing about being a husband? I got a wife. <laughs> I don't got to go to sleep alone no more. No. <clears throat> and uh, I'm not seeing him. I'm not just laying oh, down. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I get some good food that I didn't have to cook. And, mm. I, didn't have to, and I didn't have to go to a, a fast food joint. Mm. Like, I like mm. home cooked meal. Yeah, I mean, you can lean a little bit more towards the soul side if you want to. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I could do more of it because yeah, like lately I haven't been. Or nothing like that. That's that. what you need to be eating. Um, and me too. Anyway. I like make bones and beans. Ugh, never. What is your favorite thing about having a relationship with God? Um. Well, knowing... Uh, Knowing that I can make him proud makes me feel good, you know what I'm saying? And uh, hopefully he, he, he's proud, you know, and uh, knowing that I may be saved, you know what I'm saying? So that's a good thing. And then he protects you, provides for you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, man, if I, if I lose my job, I don't have to freak out. It's like he's always found a way already, you know what I'm saying? So I, I rely on that. And it's like he'll, he'll provide for you. He will. And he has been doing it. Yeah, that is good because it's like sometimes in my head, at least I'll speak for myself, like you can think about life and it's like, man, like you're all by yourself. But having a relationship with God like means that you have a companion, even though he's not here on the earth, the Holy Spirit is, and we have access to him and we're not alone you know what i mean like that's comforting and that speaking of that i have another bible verse that goes along with that it's isaiah 41 10 um and it says he promises to meet you in your pain and to help you saying so do not fear for i am with you do not be dismayed for i am your god i will strengthen you and help you i will uphold you with my righteous right hand so that's just always comforting to know mm-hmm. about having a relationship with him, that we're not alone, even if we are alone here on this earth physically, that we're oh, not man. spiritually. I mean, it ain't, it ain't no fun walking around out there lost. 
You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. just wondering, a restless wonderer. Uh, and I know even like, even still, like, it's something that you have to be cognizant of and keep it in the forefront of your mind because it's easy, like, when problems occur and you're trying to figure out a way to solve it. And it's like, dag, like, it, all of this is on me. And it's like, what can I do to fix this problem? But it's like, in reality, like, spiritually wise, through a different lens, it's not your problem to fix. Like, you yeah, can give your, it to God yeah, and wait. Right. But waiting is the hard part. That's like the sucky part. It's like, all right, God, like, I don't have nothing in my power that I can do to fix this. So I literally have no choice but to have faith in you and to wait on you. And 10 times out of 10, whenever we're put in that situation, he always comes through. Always. Like, there's never been a time where I was like. you think about it and you start worrying about it, literally, it's going to drive you crazy. And I tend to do that. that. But, but, like, hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. make yourself sick. But but literally, I mean, with a lot of major things that's happened to me, it's like, I just learned how to just say, forget it. It's beyond my control. Mm -hmm. Take the wheel. Like, I can't do nothing with this. And literally, it's like I need you to interfere, and then I don't. He, he didn't even got to say that, and I know it's taken care of. No, like ten times out of ten, every single time it never fails. The problem gets solved every single time. It may not be a fairy tale way of how I want it to be solved, but it's always solved. So that's speaking for itself. Or if it, or if it ain't solved, like even if it, if it don't get solved, like he'll postpone it. He'll save it for later. Like, like this, you forget about it. And then later on, when you're, whenever you got strength, you know what I'm saying? And he didn't, he didn't give you what you needed to deal with it. Then you can deal with it then. Mm, A lot of problems just don't go away, but they can if he wanted to. And a lot of them do. Yeah. All right. We're going to wrap it up with one last question. Do you have any advice for other men and specifically men that are trying to, grow in their relationship with God or men that are lost and maybe don't know who God is? Mm. Yeah, man, just hang in there. Um, Just hang in there. And like I said, it's all about the choices that you make. I mean, you want to have fun now, you know what I'm saying? And uh, die later, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, but, or do you want to, you know, you want to have a, you know, like, it not all go your way now, you know what I'm saying? But later on, you know, you'd be blessed with everything you could ask for. And, um, like, it's just about your choice. You make your decision, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you're not going to feel it. A lot of times you're not going to feel it. But you know what you do? You you, you don't feel it, you force it. You got you to gotta do what's right. If you know what, what you're doing ain't right, then, you know, change. And And... Doesn't seem like it. See, it feels like all forces and odds are against you. But at the end of the day, do it anyway. Like it ain't, it ain't nothing but uh, in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel like I don't, you know, this and that. I can't just stop doing this. Do it anyway. I mean, that's what I had to do. I mean, I can't give you no Cinderella story. Like, oh, everything changed for no reason. You know, like I can't. No, you gotta just do it. Simple. And just turn to God every time you you don't you don't uh. You don't uh, know what else to do. Turn to him. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I don't really know what else to tell you. I just know what I I'm. I can speak for me. I'm just. Yeah. I, I really. If I ain't walked in nobody's shoes, I can't speak on them. 
Right. I just know what you should do. No, I think that was good advice to, like you said, walk in that ruler, the authority that you have that God gave you over your own body and your choices of what you choose. Because that's what life is, is just a series of choices. And, and if you're not married, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Don't think that the odds are against you. Um it says in the Bible, it's best not to get mm-hmm. married. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, you should, you should be doing it on your own because that way you know. If you can control, once again, if you can control yourself with your desires, that, that goes better. That goes, for, that goes for anybody, yeah. men or women. Like, like, then you ain't worshiping your wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not uh, making your wife like an idol. Or distracted because once yeah. you have kids and somebody else that you have to consider, it does, it can take your mind away from just you and God time because now you have God first, obviously, but then you, ha- you can't just devote everything to him. But in a way you kind of still can because you should be an example of God speaking from the wife's version as you're serving your family and as you're serving your husband, everything should be pointing back to him. So it all works out in the end. Thank you so much for being my very first guest on my show. Appreciate you having me. It's, uh, it's, it's good to be here. Very good. Well, um, you like to talk, so I'll probably... <laughs> uh, God is good. Glory to God. And facts. Um, <laughs> and uh, we had a good Christmas, too. That, oh, that gosh. Nice too. Okay, don't start rambling. I'm, I like to talk. Mm, well, look, well, you guys, if you have any questions, I'm going to have to set up like an email or something so that if they have questions, they can pop them on here and you can come back or we'll think of another topic to have you come back on. All right, everybody until next time. Thank you for listening. God bless you.